Hey, besties. Thank you for tuning in to a Vibe Called Blessed podcast where we turn up for Jesus and celebrate in our confidence. Thank you for listening. Hello, besties. Thank you so much for tuning in to the 30 something diary series. And if you are new here, the 30 something diary series is just my personal audio diary about life lessons that I'm learning currently in my life, my relationship with God, things like that. And if you're tuning in, please go back and listen to other episodes because this one will be the very last episode of the series. I know if you've been listening from the beginning, I hope that you have enjoyed them. If you miss the other ones, go back and listen to them. But I felt like this episode is a perfect closure to the series because for the next phase in my life, and I'm just excited for what is going to come. And so if you can tell by the title, you already know what we're talking about. So I have been continuing on with my daily devotional and, you know, you never know when I tell you the word comes, when the word comes, when you, when you need it, when you least expect it. And this particular day is talking about indecision. And I didn't realize I had to recognize myself. I didn't. I had to recognize myself because that's really the purpose of a devotional, right? Is to, to healing and fixing of yourself. But this one in particular, because I remember the day before, I remember the day, but this one, it like, it hit a, a, a button and revelation came. And the question that, you know, once you read how this devotion is set up, you read, you know, the passages that they write about, then they pose a question and says, how does fear tend to show up as indecision in your life? And, uh, I just, once I wrote, I flipped back to the passage that it wrote about and just me and God had a time together in our quiet time together because I had to be, uh, it wasn't hard to answer the question because there, I could think of a, a particular place where I am currently where that has come into effect. And, um, but you know, I don't mind sharing some of my answer. And and again, the question was, how does fear tend to show up as indecision in your life? And if you would like, write that down and answer it for yourself. Um, And I said, um, it definitely shows up with major decisions, even I would say minor too, but definitely in major decisions. And I, and I say this because um, how, I'm saying that before I knew, before I had a relationship with God, I knew who God was, but before I was saved and I mean, saved for real, I didn't have a relationship with God. I got to be honest with myself. Some people don't want that. Some people say, oh, I have a relationship, but it, now that I'm coming into my identity with him, I recognize that there is a difference between having a true relationship where it really is like an intimate relationship where I am learning him. He's learning me. I mean, he's already knows me, but it's like, I'm learning new things about myself that he already knew, you know, things it's, it's a, it's a difference. A relationship with God is different. It's, you know, knowing him in a relationship, I promise you it is a difference. So before I was saved, I knew of God, but I wasn't in that place in my life where I didn't pray a lot being honest, I didn't read my word. I didn't study scripture for understanding. I 
how I made choices in my life was based on my emotions or just not even thinking at all and just seeing how things went. But it's like, now that I'm saved and I have relationship with God, I go into everything and and look at everything with God in mind. I want him to feel so important in every decision that I make that, that what he wants matters to me. I want God's approval. I seek his approval because I didn't used to live my life like that. I just did it and just hope for the best. But it's it's a difference when you identify as a child of God and you love him so much. You Everything that you do, you want to do for his glory unto him. You want things to, to go in the pathway that he wants it to happen, right? And with that can come fear. And oh, let me tell you something. Let me read you some of the passage that I mean. It just, it it came to me. It says, if you find yourself afraid to move until you hear God speak, that is still fear. And you have to realize is that they always say, you you know, pray before you make decisions or write the vision and make it plain. And, and you know, all your ways to meet him, like all of these things, right? But I love that this says here, it says, And God has not given us the spirit of fear, but what if good is good enough for God's grace to make up the distance? What if God speaks most powerfully by saying nothing at all? The belief that we have to get it right or will somehow step out of grace stems from the fear that if we're not careful, we're going to mess up our lives or mess up someone else's lives or severely disappoint God to the point that we'll have to face his wrath. That's our real guiding belief. It's so much to unpack there because like I said, I said, now that I'm everything that I do unto God, it is, I, I'm, I'm like, listen, I look for, which, oh my goodness was so funny because I'm going to get to that. I look for, I, I look for, because God can speak to you in any way. It doesn't always necessarily is going to come out behind somebody speaking behind the pulpit. You know what I'm saying? It may not always come just so blatantly in your face sometimes or right there in your ears. Sometimes it's little things that, that happen. You're like, wow, there's your confirmation. But if you're if you're one, sometimes people are not really looking for the confirmation in other ways besides hearing it from a preacher's mouth that you tend to miss it. Or sometimes when the confirmation comes, we second guess if it's for sure. And I had to identify and find myself in that um, some decision, not all decisions, but in some decisions, I'm like that. I'm like, okay, I just want to be 100% sure. And God is like, I already told you, (laughs) already gave you the confirmation. I need you to have the boldness to just walk in it, right? The Bible tells us again, that God did not give us the spirit of fear in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, right? So he did not give us a spirit of fear, right? So, but, but also in our brain, it's like, I don't want to be outside of God's will. And it's like, but I love that it says, but what if good is good enough for God's grace to make up the dis- the distance, right? So God's grace is so great that even in a mistake that we may make, a wrong choice, God has graced us enough that he can take that situation or that mistake that we made and turn it for his good. 
Hmm? Think about people in the Bible that have made so many mistakes or choice, wrong choices and decisions and how God was able to use them. Look at Moses' story. Hmm? We know Moses made a bad decision with taking a man's life. And he repentant before God. He recognized the mistake that he made. And then God was able to turn that around, forgive him, and then use him to lead his people. Now, there's some people that mm, make bad choices and decisions and never repent. They never ask God for forgiveness. They feel like their choices and their decisions are their decisions. But then they have the expectation for good things to happen in their lives, given from God. No, you can have worldly gifts and worldly joy, but it ain't going to be the, the gifts that God gives and the, the, the grace and the joy and the peace it's, it's, that God gives is immeasurable, right? And so um, let me read you this next part. Woo, when I tell you, it was so much in this, 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 watching it says, we overthink, overpray, and over-research our way out of blessed opportunities. And we over-question, trying to discern whether something is God's will. God desires that we have, we become leapers instead of watchers. Also, God never said we should wait for the perfect time. He wants us to trust his timing. What? Mm. We all say, God, keep me in perfect peace. But what is perfect timing? It's it's like this. When, when people say, um, I'm going to just use the analogy of like having children. People always like, is there ever really a time that you're ever going to be ready to have kids? Is there ever really going to be a time when you're ready to get married? Is there ever really a time to start your business? It's just God's timing. But it's like, if it's not his timing, then it's not going to happen at that time in particular. But if you're just waiting for this period, you, you, we can't, we, we will never see the hand of God or God's power sitting in solitude, sitting in neutral, afraid to maneuver, make choices and decisions because we'll, we'll never see that. Because God is like, I need you to take a leap of faith and I need you to move in this so that you can see my hand. You can see my work. You can see what I'm doing. You can see my guidance. You can see whether it's a yes or a no. You cannot be afraid of rejection. Even Jesus was rejected. He is the son of God. So what is going on with us, right? But we hold ourselves back. There was a decision that I'm... I'm I've been talking about for years. And I said to myself today, you said, you know what? I could have been in that decision. I could have been there. But myself keeps trying to over again, overthink, over pray, over question has stunted me. And it, I could have been there. I could have been in that place. But because I'm moving out of fear and I keep looking for things that God, and it's like, but then when I have to look back and say, you know what, you never, there was never a time period where you, where you didn't feel peace about decision. You felt fear or when you talked about it, it brings you joy. It brings you light certainty. You know, that has to come from God. But I think that for me, and which I know other people can relate is about um, wanting God, you, you questioning, 
you know that God will give you the desires of your heart, but it's something so weird of like, all right, yes, I'm, I want this, but I'm like, but is it really just the desires of my heart, but it's not God's will? Does that make sense? At least in my head, it made sense. I'm like, is it the desire of my heart, but it's not God's will? But then it says, well, God will give you the desires of your heart. But then it's like, but you have to be careful of the certain desires that you have in your heart. But then again, you have to understand, again, we cannot have fear of making mistakes because one is a part of our testimony. It's a part of our journey. It's a part of our story. If you don't make mistakes, then how are you going to learn life lessons? right? If you don't go through something, how are you going to come be able to come out on the other side and be able to look back at how far you came, right? And and with making decisions, it puts you in a position to where you always need God, because if if it's the right decision, God is, you need God to, to guide you to continue on the momentum of going on the right path. And if it's the wrong choice, you need God to help you to get back where he needs you to be. See, it never needs to be a place in your life where you tend to try to do things without God. That's never the intention in anything that we're supposed to do. We won't always want to need God. It shouldn't be a choice. It shouldn't be whenever you feel like it. It needs to be a life style that you always need God. And another thing from the, um, the passage, it says, and, and we don't have to look for confirmation in every possible avenue. That's fear, not faith. I mean, you know how you just keep questioning, 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 questioning. And it's like, I know God, thank, thank, I thank God for his grace. Okay, because it could be a point that God is just like, you know what? I'm no longer listening. I'm I've done told you just do it. Try it. See, you you notice how little when you're younger, your parents can tell you something, but then you do something and then you just have to learn that lesson the hard way because it's like I told you, but you have to learn. You have to learn that lesson and you just never know. You'll never know the outcome. I think something in here that says um, it says something along the lines of. We'll never we'll never 100 percent. Oh, it says we don't know 100 percent of the time exactly what God's will is and we never will. God never intended for us to know all of the plans that he has for us. It was never like that. If he, if he was to give us the chapter, give us all, all of the chapter. It's like when you're reading a book, you know what I'm saying? And it's all these cliffhangers and you may get a small glimpse of, a, of an idea of how something will go, but you never really know. And then some decisions in life becomes easier than others because that's just God being there. And so, you know, the reason why um, I wanted to end this because I have come and have rested in a something that I have prayed about and the decision that I'm making that is going to be life changing in a major way. Um, and I'm excited for it. And I think that for so long, I knew that it was going to be life changing. I knew that it was me walking into a new chapter in a phase of my life. But 
I'm like, I'm just wanting to make sure, okay, like, you know, it is now it or, you know, no, maybe I need to wait a little bit or, or, you know, okay, no, not right now. Okay. That didn't work. You know, just second guessing and questioning and looking and looking and looking and it's putting myself behind. I, you can put yourself behind people. I know people know that you can put yourself behind becoming, becoming so indecisive being indecisive in God. God is not an indecisive God. He is not the author of confusion. He is very much who he is, his word, what he wants, what he desires for his people. What is his ask of us? It's very clear. You want to know God's voice, read his word, read the love letters to how he feels about people. What, what angers him, what brings him joy, what brings him happiness, what makes him sad Read your word, read your Bible, build your relationship, have communion with him, communicate, build that relationship. (sighs) Well, I know that probably was a lot to unpack, but I just, I felt like I had to get that out because it was like, what a way to end this series because, you know, a lot of moving pieces are happening in my life. I have broken some chains some things that had me bound and now it's like such a relief that has come off of me and I'm like I feel different I my vision is different you know I don't feel this burden this heavy this weightedness from this previous chapter of my life I'm like finally that is closed and I'm like I'm so relieved because I needed that to be closed um and So, you know, I'm just excited. And so I thank you so much. I pray that if you are someone that's dealing with indecisions in your life or questioning whether something is you or something is God is just, you know, trust in him. If you don't trust yourself, trust in him, trust in him. Nothing ever is going to be 100% perfect. Some things are going to work out perfectly. Some things are going to take time. Some things you have to come at it at a a different perspective and a different angle. And that's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. It's it's okay to go before God and, and, and ask for forgiveness or say, I clearly missed you. Can you bring clarity to me? That's okay to do that. That's what he loves. He wants us to need him and the desire to have a relationship with him so he can guide and teach us. But we got to want it for ourselves. I am going to leave with this because it closes with a prayer. It says, Lord, give me an undivided heart. Guide me in the way that I should go with boldness, decisiveness, and surrender. Amen. Well, that is it for this chapter, you guys. I love you guys. I thank you so much for listening. And as I always say, don't forget to hit that replay, 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 and send this episode to somebody else you may know that want to hear this. And until next episode, bye-bye.